0: Cozy Nook Explorers I'm Jackie, and I'm John, and we are the Cozy Nook Explorers!
1: Welcome to our show, we explore the world from our cozy nook here in Southern California using the power of the internet.
0: Yes, and it's Wednesday, which means it's time for another exploration. And this week, we are going to Niagara Falls. Our listener, Mel, suggested this episode.
1: Mel is partial to the Canadian side of the falls.
0: I have to say, when I visited Niagara Falls, I really enjoyed the Canadian side myself. Though I'm gutted I didn't have the chance to see OK. Canada A, which is the longest running dinner musical. While I was visiting, I'll have to catch it the next time I go. It sounds great.
1: I have not been to Niagara Falls, but I'd like to see that too. <laughs> but before we go any further into our exploration, uh, this week, Uh, What's keeping you cozy, Jackie?
0: So, John, this week, what's keeping me cozy is drinking lots of water.
1: Because this is an episode about waterfalls.
0: No, just because I've been drinking a lot of water. (laughs) So we're having a heat wave here in California, and I've been making sure to drink lots and lots of water. It's been very refreshing. So to give you an example of the temperatures we've been dealing with, today's temperature is 108 degrees Fahrenheit, and it feels like 111 degrees.
1: Do you track how much water you drink?
0: I have in the past, but not currently. But every time I have a little water bottle I carry around, and every time it's empty, I go and refill it. So I'm always keeping that full.
1: And do you add anything to your water, like uh, lemons or oranges?
0: I love doing that, but I don't do that for the majority of my water drinking. Usually I'll reserve that for like a weekend club soda or... Something to that respect. I don't have the patience during the week to throw a lemon in. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, what's keeping you cozy this week? Uh,
1: what's keeping me cozy this week uh, are pep talks.
0: Oh, they're nice.
1: Yes, I uh, I will sometimes uh, just scour YouTube for um, for uh, pep talks and like uh, imagine that they are uh, speaking to me specifically. Oh
0: that's nice have you ever been part of like a friday night lights kind of pep talk like a big you know the coach and the team and all that sort of stuff
1: uh yes uh i, I did play football in high school so i was very much privy to those uh those types of uh, pep talks
0: oh nice you know so since you love pep talks so much what do you think puts the pep into pep talk
1: Enthusiastic Reassurance. (laughs) I'm gonna go with that.
0: Enthusiastic Reassurance. All right. I gotcha. All righty. Well,
1: shall we explore Niagara Falls?
0: Yeah, I I think it's time to head there. Let's go. So I want to start off by saying that Niagara Falls is wonderful, but it is very dangerous and you should definitely not mess with it.
1: Oh yes, very dangerous.
0: You should in no way go over the falls in under any circumstances.
1: Agreed. It is a bad idea to go over the falls. It's also illegal.
0: I cannot stress that enough. Do not go over the falls find
1: a more cozy way of enjoying the falls
0: you could look at them you
1: could listen to them you
0: could get aggressively splashed by them by hanging out in a poncho on a boat positioned a safe distance away
1: But don't mess with the falls.
0: Don't go over the falls. And
1: I would like to begin with a story of someone who went over the falls in a barrel.
0: What are you doing? We just spent all this time (laughs) warning people about these gorgeous and very dangerous falls. And you want to now talk about someone who endangered themselves in order to say that they went over a waterfall?
1: I know. I do. But I think it's a cool story.
0: But it is a bad example, John. It's
1: Don. a terrible example and a cool story.
0: It is a bad idea to go over Niagara Falls. I've read this story and, okay, it's incredible, but you have some, you have to have, say some serious disclaimers.
1: Okay. Um, what if I read a warning about going over the falls from the perspective of that first person to go over the falls and live?
0: All right. Okay. What is the warning?
1: Uh, They said, quote, If it was with my dying breath, I would caution anyone against attempting the feat. I would walk up to the mouth of a cannon, knowing it was going to blow me to pieces, then make another trip over the fall.
0: Okay. All right, that's a pretty good disclaimer. Fine, you can tell the story.
1: Imagine, all of you who are listening... Imagine if you were a young man who was just scraping by financially. You are desperate to make your fortune in the world. And you decide that if you go over Niagara Falls in a barrel, uh, you will be rich and famous. You can stop teaching dance classes, which is your current source of income, Hmm. and instead enjoy the life as a gentleman of leisure. Uh, You then decide you can use an old pickle barrel and line it with a mattress and then decide to send a cat over the falls. Uh. To, um, and upon observing the cat lived, okay. uh, then go over the falls yourself in the same barrel, reaching speeds of 68 miles an hour. Then mirac- miraculously, you survive with only a head injury being a, uh, a small gash on your head. Now, can you picture this person? Can you see this brave, reckless individual who did this incredibly stupid thing and lived?
0: <sighs> okay, so the reason this story is exceptional is, well, one, because of what you just heard. But on top of all of that, there, the person who went over the falls was a 64-year-old woman named Annie Edison, or Edson, taylor annie edson taylor
1: yes he was not a young man um is your mind sufficiently blown
0: i mean yes um what she did was not smart and very dangerous and it did not even make her rich like she thought it was going to
1: yeah she had to work as a psychic in order to pay the bills um after she went over the falls and her manager uh, stole her barrel that she used uh to go over those falls and she hired people to recover that barrel and when they recovered it um it was stolen a second time and that time she never got it back
0: ah so much for her psychic ability Okay, well, I want to talk about the tightrope. Which one? The most recent one. So there were a few tightrope walkers who crossed over the falls in the late 1800s, but more recently, in 2012, Nick Walenda was the first person to cross the falls via tightrope in 116 years.
1: Wow, that's a lot of years.
0: Yes, so he received special permission from both governments— Unlike the barrel people, and the tightrope was eighteen hundred feet long. Since he was going from one country to another, he needed to bring his passport with him on the high wire walk and present it when he arrived on the Canadian side.
1: I mean, I get it, like, but also uh, this is uh, extremely public, and it's not like he was going to sneak into the country. It was on TV.
0: Yes, I know, and, and you know, something that was amazing to me is that he took interview questions while he was walking across. I'll put a link in the show notes to the coverage from ABC News. They were literally asking him questions about his journey while he was going across, and he was answering them so calmly. He made it look very easy, which it obviously is not. It's also a great video because it shows the end when he makes it across, and it's so inspiring to see everyone cheering, and he's oh, he gives everybody hugs. It's great.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: Well, it was 2012, John, and obviously he made it, or else my tone would have been very different while I was talking about this.
1: Welcome to Niagara Falls, (laughs) um, where water falls 188 feet. 57 meters. uh, Into the Niagara River, which is 170 feet deep.
0: 52 meters.
1: Um, Why are you mentioning the metric?
0: It is because the Falls are American as well as Canadian, and they use the metric system in Canada and pretty much everywhere else in the world Um, except for America.
1: uh, The the Falls are right on the border, and you can view them from both sides.
0: Just be sure to bring your passport with you so that you can see it from both sides, the American and Canadian
1: sides. Uh, To all Americans, I will say that the views from uh, Canada, uh, the Canadian side, are better. Uh, Also, Um, There are three waterfalls, Uh, the Horseshoe Falls, the American Falls, and the Bridal Veil Falls.
0: Yes, there are three waterfalls. And in my opinion, the views are also better from the Canadian side. How many times can we say that? (laughs) Go to the Canadian side. Don't go all the way there without going there. Um, So in regards to the waterfalls, the most famous of the three is Horseshoe Falls, which is mostly in Canada. And American Falls and Bridal Veil Falls are in the United States. Um, I have walked across the Rainbow Bridge to the Canadian side, and it's really fun.
1: Rainbow Bridge. (laughs) What did I say? Ridge.
0: (laughs) Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Ridge Bridge. Although it is currently August of 2020, and we are still in the throes of the pandemic, so I'm pretty sure you can't enter Canada from the United States for leisurely travel right now. But until then, we can explore together from our nook. Cool.
1: Can you see rainbows from the Rainbow Bridge?
0: You can see them at night when they light up Horseshoe Falls. Oh
1: yeah, that's the thing I'm most excited about, is seeing Niagara Falls lit up at night with all those vivid colors. Kind of like the Empire State Building, but much more dynamic.
0: Just the falls by themselves are even amazing.
1: Even virtually, there's something awe-inspiring about a million bathtubs full of water falling off a cliff every single second.
0: That is a weird but accurate description. Thank you. So Niagara Falls was formed 12,500 years ago.
1: That's also a lot of years.
0: <laughs> yes. it is. It was formed when glacial ice receded and left the Great Lakes.
1: And Lake Ontario empties into Lake Erie, and it all flows all the way to the Atlantic Ocean.
0: Niagara Falls really needs to be seen in person, and I look forward to taking a trip with you and Charles when the pandemic is over.
1: What was your favorite part of visiting Niagara Falls?
0: Walking over the Rainbow Bridge, Rainbow well, <laughs> Rainbow Bridge <laughs> into Canada was great. But my favorite part was definitely made of the mist. Oh, the
1: um the the poncho boat ride.
0: Yes, that's right. Why don't we take a quick break and talk about that when we get back?
1: Sounds good. Oh John. Hi in her voice.
0: Hey John, you sound sad.
1: Well, in her voice, I am sad right now.
0: Could you use a pep talk?
1: What what kind of pep talk?
0: Like, yay, John, you're the best.
1: Am I the best?
0: No, Mm. but you're pretty good.
1: You're not making me feel better.
0: Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So here is the pep talk. Sadness is only temporary, and there are people in this world who will love and support you. Also, if you get really sad, there are professionals who can help as well. And it is okay to celebrate being pretty good. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yay!
1: Thanks, inner voice. No problem. Um, uh, Inner voice? Yes. Why do you sound like that? This is how you sound. Really? Yes. I don't think I sound... You do
0: sound like this. You sound exactly like these. Okay. Pip talks. They're pretty good. Okay, so made of the Mist. They give you a poncho, but it doesn't do anything. You still get super wet, and they take you on a boat up to the falls. Oh, it's so much fun, and you can really feel and see how epic they are. It's just a bunch of wind and mist and drenched tourists. It's great.
1: I like how uh, if you leave on the American side, the boat is called Maid of the Mist, and you wear a blue poncho, and if you leave on the Canadian side... It's called the horn blower, and they give you a red poncho. Mm. A question for you, since you have ridden on the boat. Yes. Uh, do you feel like you're going to be blown over? Oh
0: little bit. You know, I also saw a video of a woman who did another attraction where she was able to walk up close to the falls. Now that was called Cave of the Winds. That looks really neat and she looked like she was about to blow away, but they give you special shoes so you don't slip or fly. And I saw you can also zip line, but I think that's near the falls and not over the falls
1: imagine ziplining through the falls oh
0: no that sounds stressful
1: that sounds deadly well
0: death is stressful john <laughs> well
1: that's what happens when you go up against an unstoppable force how much force
0: did you ask nobody asked
1: <laughs> uh, 4.9 million kilowatts of power
0: Ooh, well that is a lot
1: Ah uh, yes, it can power three million four hundred thousand homes. That's a lot of homes.
0: Wow. Um, you know, how does it do that?
1: It's pretty cool. Um, so there are these things called dynamos. Okay, they the, they uh, they are made up of stationary magnets, which create a powerful magnetic field and uh, a magnet rotator. <laughs> Okay, you're mocking me, aren't you? Um, they are these, like, slumbering monster big whirly tops that help create an insane amount of power. Like, monster-sized.
0: Oh, monsters? That's scary. <laughs> Not literal monsters. You know, what you should tell them is that the water is only drawn to the power plants at night so that everyone can view the beautiful falls during the day. Isn't that neat? I love that they do that so that you can get the nice whoosh during the day, but then at night, when nobody would notice anyway, they use it to generate power. Yeah, so
1: when it comes back to daytime, it goes back to being an unstoppable force.
0: You keep saying that, but the falls have been stopped. It's not unstoppable. In 1969, the Army Corps of Engineers stopped the falls twice to deal with the rocks at the bottom. And they could do it again in the future if they wanted to. Not unstoppable.
1: Um, that is true. uh there is a lot of buildup at the bottom, um but the falls um they they look unstoppable true uh, anything else?
0: Well, Niagara Falls State Park is about four hundred acres, which is eight tenths of a Disneyland, and about one hundred and forty acres of that is underwater. Anything else?
1: uh it's the oldest uh state park in the United States uh, hmm. anything else?
0: Yes, um, Niagara Falls has partially frozen multiple times, including as recently as 2019, but it has only fully frozen once on record in March of 1848, and this was due to an ice jam. Anything else? Oh, oh Um. Uh,
1: I could talk about the Battle of Chippewa. Uh, it happened in uh, 1814 during the War of 1812, uh, and it's the only time the United States invaded Canada.
0: Hmm. How did that go for the Americans?
1: Considering Canada is still a thing, not well. Um, The American side uh, did not do well.
0: Well, speaking of the America side, on the American side, you can park your car and take the saddle bus.
1: And with that, I think we should uh, take a quick break before our community shout out.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Water. Do you know what I love about water? It's just so versatile. You can drink it, cook with it, clean with it, shower with it. You can use it for recreation on a hot day by turning on the hose and spraying your friends with it.
1: I like water because it keeps me from dying.
0: But you can also ride a jet ski with it. Water's the best. Water. It brings the fun.
1: And keeps you alive. Every episode, we like to research and highlight something special in the community that we're exploring.
0: Today's community shout-out is the Niagara Falls Botanical Garden and Butterfly Conservancy.
1: The garden and conservancy are located on the Canadian side of the falls.
0: The reason we wanted to highlight this is because it looks beautiful and it's not something that you would expect to do in the area.
1: According to their website... The Niagara Parks Botanical Gardens were established in 1936. The gardens were 99 acres and include perennials, rhododendrons, azaleas, uh, and a herb and vegetable planting, um, and a world-famous rose garden, including over 2,400 roses.
0: They are also home to the Niagara Parks School of Horticulture, which is so neat because it sounds like the absolute best place to learn all about plants. And as you can imagine, the school has the most amazing landscaping. Mm-hmm. They have vines that run all over the building and so many pretty flowers out front. It's so fancy. You know, and then there's also the Butterfly Conservancy.
1: The conservancy is located at the Botanical Gardens and includes 45 different species of butterflies and over
0: 2,000
1: butterflies in total.
0: Oh, I love butterflies. This sounds wonderful. I'm definitely going to make sure to check this out the next time I make it to Niagara. Me too. I
1: love butterflies, even though they look nothing like butter. (laughs) We will include their website in the show notes, so you can check it out for yourself.
0: Well, that's the show. Thank you so much to our producer, Charles.
1: Thank you, Charles. And thank you so much to our listener, Mel, for suggesting this episode. We loved learning all about Niagara Falls.
0: Yes, thank you, Mel. It was a great idea.
1: Uh, if you've been enjoying this podcast, it would really mean the world to us if you took the time to rate us and write a review.
0: And follow us on Instagram at Cozy Nook Explorers or send us an email at CozyNookExplorers at com, or both. We'd love to hear from you.
1: We'll be back Wednesday with our next exploration.
0: Yes, on Wednesdays we explore.
1: Stay cozy and we'll see you soon.